What's up, everybody? Golf show. Little 9 a.m. on a Friday. Golf show, it's like uh, it's like a hot drop in the streets. You never know when you're going to get it, where you're going to get it. You know how. Right here on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, or wherever it is, you get your pods. Shout out to our guy, McKee, with me here. But our guy, Andrew, uh, taking care of us today. Sammy, how you doing on a wonderful, I have to remind myself of this, Friday morning? Uh Really good. I'm cutting into my staycation to talk to you about golf, which is just heartbreaking for me. I uh, didn't expect to have to talk to you. You know, it's just it's just really tough to have to get up at 830 and talk for an hour. So uh, I know you're really having to have a lot of sympathy after getting up at the crack of dawn for a full week. So, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm I'll be honest. Uh, you know I'm what? Card, cards on the table. I am 20 percent surprised I'm talking to you when I sent you the text yesterday of so golf show tomorrow, dot, dot, dot. I really expected you to be to text me back some iteration of what? I thought I was off all week. I thought you were covering it and you're doing it by yourself. I thought I really expected that. So that was the best news ever that you were willing to make yourself oh. available for an hour and some odd minutes today to do this with me. Well, um, always a pleasure. Uh, lots of hot goss in the uh, golf world i would say a little the tea is being spilt all over the place it's like the <laughs> little tea party right now everybody's hot goss little spilt tea it's been quite a uh, quite a couple days in the world of golf which i absolutely love but uh before we get into all that yeah i, I gotta i gotta bring up i gotta bring up the weather report for you me. have to um so uh today looks pretty good uh you know it's looking really nice if you're playing at all during the day today 27 degrees, sunny with a few clouds in the afternoon. The evening, it starts to get a little rainy. Tomorrow is, I would say, the definition of touch and go. Uh, mm. It's 80% chance of rain. Um, I'm playing golf tomorrow with my good friend, Donnie LaHaye, who's coming down to the city. Uh, dragged him at Owen Sound. We're going to play uh, Tam O'Shanter, mm. making, my, making my annual trip to old Tam. My old stomping grounds, my first Toronto home course. I absolutely love it there, so I'm taking Donnie out there. But the weather, it's touch and go. We have an 11.30 tea time on a Saturday, which means we'll be done in six and a half hours. So it'll be a lot of fun <laughs> playing that. But it's looking like, you know, it's not looking great. So we'll see. 40% chance means 60% chance. Saturday, Sunday looks great, and then into the next week, it looks really good. So uh weather this weekend looking a little touch and go but if you're a true golfer you'll get out there and just deal with the consequences i i gotta be honest thrilled you gave me the report you did for sunday because uh making my big uh t-ball coaching debut so need some good Whoa. weather uh for that yeah gotta gotta do that so yeah just uh i'm ready that's Got, exciting yeah sunflower seeds have been purchased gonna be spitting them all over the place gonna be awesome cannot wait for that um I made my softball pitching debut on, on Wednesday. How'd so that we're go? Both a big day. Really good. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Was banging that board, working quick, making, <laughs> uh, putting pressure on the hitters. I really enjoyed myself. That's what we like to hear. And um, we love hearing from you. 590, 590 on the text line. If you're getting out Ooh. this week, please let us know. If you're uh, terrified of the forecast, commiserate with us. Uh, misery loves company. So we'll gladly hear, uh, hear from you there on the text line. We got a little text already from, we didn't of even tell did. people that where they're teeing it yet. Of course. And somebody texted in and said that Dundas Valley today. Ooh. That's a treat. Uh, really cool course. We got to get back out there this year with our boy, Johnny. Uh, that's a really, really unique, cool course that I would love. It's one of those ones that you play 
that you would absolutely love a second look at. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I remember it being really cool. And I remember, but I remember thinking like, God, I would have done that differently if I had to play this last time. I would have done this differently if I had to play it. So uh, maybe we'll have to hit up our boy Kirky and get back out there because it was a really, really cool course. So enjoy uh, yourself today. we definitely should, should do that because my memory of playing on top of all that was, uh, and you know, uh, who doesn't love hearing marital bliss on the show? I remember saying to my, uh, mm. my beloved wife, like, Hey, I'm going to have this round today. I'm really excited about it. You got to pick up the kid from daycare. And then right as I talked with, uh, with our boy Kirky of him telling me, Go play the Mackenzie Hughes short course if you finished up here. The one named after him. Oh, it was no. Like, I'm going to be late. You got to go get the kid. So I didn't get a chance to uh, to get oh, out there. And it's like. Well, next time. Exactly. We'll go do that. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, hey, I love hearing where anybody is. And uh, hope you enjoy yourself out there at Dundas Valley. Uh, any any place with, like, a connection to the game is wonderful. But when you got a, when you got a PGA Tour pro, or, uh, pro hanging around in the backyard, certainly helps there. And we always hear good things about uh, him when he, when he heads back and Matt. Uh, one of the five Canadians who made it into the uh, FedEx Cup thus far. Wow. Uh, so good. God, on you're good at your job. I know you're good at your job. Uh, uh, you, yeah. Does anyone ever tell you that that you're no, good at your job? Uh, That's a hell of a transition. Thank you, buddy. Uh, funnily enough, nobody. Uh, Definitely, certainly not. Oh. Cer- certainly not. Get our on bosses. the horn, Fabs. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, but but it wasn't a good transition because we cannot start with the FedEx Cup. It's like the. <laughs> you sure you don't want to talk about the FedEx St. Jude? It's like the eight no, hundredth most. It's like the eight hundredth most important thing in the game this week, <laughs> and the first seven hundred and ninety nine are all Phil or Bryson related. Okay, just so go. Can, you. <laughs> can, can we start with? I saw an incredible, incredible piece of like the golf content world right now is out of control. Good, like just the production value, everything you see. It's like, you know, there's all the different ones. Barstool does a ton yep. of them. Good, good. Uh, you know, no laying up. Like, all these different companies do these incredible uh, content things. But this came across my feed, and it's very relevant to the conversation. I was sent this video. It's about a 40-minute YouTube video of Bryson and Phil playing a two-man best ball scramble. Well, not scramble. Best ball, you know, match with uh, Anurban uh, Lahari yep. and uh, Cameron Tringali the two guys that they play with and they just play like a nine hole match best ball. And it's a live, it's a live thing. So yeah. I know it's probably a, a tough for a lot of people to get by, but it was incredible for the fact that it showed Phil Mickelson, like not really acting professionally. You know how you always <laughs> yeah. get like dorky Phil yeah, yeah. when he's like in those situations, this was like full, Gen Phil Mickelson. Like, I'm sure people have seen the clip floating around TikTok and Instagram and Twitter of him being like, have you thought about what we're going to play today, Bryson? And Bryson's like, I haven't really thought about that. He's like, well, what were you thinking about? <laughs> like, it's just, there, there's not one other thought other than extreme gl- uh, gambling has crossed Phil's mind. But it was an incredible video just to see the absolute sick degenerate that Phil Mickelson is when it comes to gambling on golf. <laughs> And I watched that video, and then the next morning, I was sent a incredible report <laughs> by you about the amount of money he has gambled on golf. Like, I can't tell you a guy that I shouldn't have done a bigger 180 on, but have done a bigger 180 on than Phil Mickelson. Like, I am all in on Phil Mickelson right now. I just, I can't get enough Phil Mickelson content. He is such, such a degenerate, and I am loving every minute of it, Gunner. I feel like... 
So you did send me that video, and I feel like the second our man, Billy Waters, who wrote the book that all this stuff is coming out of, the second he saw that, it mm. was, get this wax rip out immediately, hot fill yes. gambling content in the street. So if anybody, if you've been living under a rock or you live on the moon and have not seen this story, over the last three decades... Phil Mickelson, the this guy, Billy Waters, believes he has gambled over $1 billion on sports. Like <laughs> Electric. Again, let's just let's hammer that home. Let's say it a few more times. Not a hundred million. One like full Dr. Well, Evil. Yeah, we just did the, the exact mouth. same thing. One billion schmillion schmillion. It's like that's the amount of money that he has gambled <laughs> on sports. I think my personal uh, favorite tidbit is the, the <laughs> darkest day of all time, June twenty second, two thousand and eleven, when he made forty three different wagers on baseball games, resulting in a little over a hundred and forty grand in losses. Chase betting baseball all day long. Because that's what that is. That's not a guy at the start of the day like, all right, let me lay down all 43 of the bets I like. (laughs) Like that is clear as day chase betting, losing 140 grand. And that's just, that's a day. (laughs) I Like, buddy, I was bored last night and I put 20 bucks onto a uh, a poker gambling website. Yeah. And I was, I was just hanging around at home alone. I'm by myself. I was husband mealing hard last night. And I was just, I gambled and I lost 20 bucks in like, you know, three hours I was playing poker for. I was devastated. (laughs) 20 bucks. It's like 140. It's like, oh my God, I would never sleep again. But uh, it just goes to show the sick degenerate that Phil is. And I, you know, we can get into the 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 Ryder Cup stuff, but I, I I'll get your thoughts on that first of all. Like, if he's playing in it and he's like gambling, how do you how do you look at that? Because I look at that a couple different ways. Okay, so first things I want to give this little piece of context on the amount of money because the numbers are so staggering that like we can't wrap our heads around it. Uh, this guy Matt Vincenzi, or I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it, but a guy named Matt on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it these days, yes. said with Phil making roughly sixty million a year in the throes of this, a bet of a of a hundred and ten thousand dollars to him is the equivalent of someone who makes a hundred k a year betting one fifty uh, or a hundred fifty bucks on a game. So like just well, to kind of that's not nothing. That's still not yeah, nothing. Exa- exactly. That's still not nothing. Like so, just to kind of wrap our our heads around that. In terms of the Ryder Cup stuff, and we should probably preface this with saying, like, Phil has denied all of this, which is fair. It's his prerogative. Of course he's going to. (laughs) I have felt this way about Pete Rose forever. If he was betting on his team to win, Mm. why does it matter? Now, I suppose the argument is that you can't police it. Because there's, you cannot bet it's on the, the day spread. you don't bet, you, right? Right. There's something to that. There's definitely something to that. But you can't bet on the spread. You cannot bet your team to lose. Obviously, that invites way too much chicanery into oh, yeah. it. But I don't know. Like the idea of Phil Mickelson walking up there feeling like 10 million bucks being like, yeah, you know what? We're America. We're going to win. I'm going to yeah. make an extra million dollars off this. Like, I understand. I do understand why it can't happen, but so long as he is betting on himself to win, I don't like. I don't know why I'm supposed to be so upset about it. 
Well, yeah. And isn't like, wasn't part of that. I kind of read it as like, he was gambling during it too. Right. Yeah. Like he was like betting against, like he was like during the Ryder yeah. cup, he was gambling as well. I feel like. So <laughs> I think all of this is to say that, uh, you know, Connex Ontario for Phil here. Like this is uh this is, this is heading in the wrong direction. And it just feels like he hasn't, he hasn't quit. Like I just watched him with, uh, Cameron Tringali and Anurban Lahari and, and Bryson DeChambeau just pushing the action. Like, absolutely pushing the action and like as any gambler knows there is no thrill like winning money to him and he'll never be able to stop like the video like i did you watch it gunner no i couldn't bring myself to click uh, it i couldn't okay i, so, I like i really wanted to to be a good friend and for the the journalist in me so but i just couldn't i'm like am i really gonna watch the two it actually that's a lie i clicked on it and saw it was 45 minutes long and i said absolutely mm. not to myself and closed it immediately a few of the things were my a few of highlights for me. Okay, were, please. Uh, Phil playing with Cameron Tringali, they have won a lot of money together. Okay, because Cameron <laughs> Tringali is an elite putter. Oh, and okay. Throughout, and throughout this throughout this match, he hits like four money making putts. Like they they have to like if they shoot the first nine they were playing on was a par thirty four. And you have to shoot six under to get to 27. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, sure. Or whatever. Whatever, whatever you get to, 20, to 27, they doubled their winnings if they got to 27. So, like, <laughs> Phil's pushing it the entire time. And it's incredible. And Cam- Cameron Tregali wearing high socks with his shorts. Oh. I was like, oh, this is my guy. Uh, beautiful putter. Um, uh, Lahari calling Bryson B the oh. whole time. Oh, yeah, love that. Uh, them calling Otterbon Bon, great swing Bon, mm. and Phil's just general ability. And we saw this throughout the match, right? Yep. Like this is something that we saw when he's doing the matches. But it's just so amazing to me that he absolutely will like explain his thought process. And like he's such a cornball, yep. and like some of it, you're like, oh my god, Phil, shut the hell up! Like I can't listen to this. <laughs> But he like, there's this one shot where he's like, I'm going to try to take it off this hill. I'm going to hit it low, let it spin to the left. And he just like absolutely clips it perfectly. And he's like, I love it when a plan comes together. And I'm like, I've said that exact same thing on the course. <laughs> so like, I, uh, I really, really, I would watch anything like this. And I think, you know, this is a live, it's a live uh, event. Right. Like, so they, they don't care. They have no rules. They don't, they don't really worry about like gambling regulations and they're not in bed with gambling companies like the PGA tour is like, so it's a little easier for them to do it. But if I'm Jay Monahan or I'm the person who's in her and tried, sorry, uh, uh, in charge at, you know, communications for the PGA tour, I'm looking at a way to find to do something that's like this, where, you know, it's fun to see, Sure, it's like these big produced events where you have Aaron Rodgers and yeah. I don't know, like, but who cares? Like, oh, great. Like a professional athlete's good at golf who has no personality. Like, awesome. I'm really thrilled to watch this. If they could do like a more YouTube golf content style video mm-hmm. with like four guys from the PGA Tour betting big bucks, to me, that's an electrifying watch because it's like. I can't comprehend the amount of money these guys are losing and it's just like nothing to them. But like still, when you talk about guys playing a nine hole match for three grand, that's still, that gets me, that warms my loins. That gets me excited. So I don't know how the PGA tour would ever do it because it'd probably be sanctioned and all that tough stuff. But like, 
it was a really interesting idea. And Bryson says he's going to do more of it with other guys on live. So I'm really interested in it. And I just, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just so, it's so frustrating because it's like, they don't really have to do anything. It's already happening. Like just go to the practice. Go there. That these guys just go play. there with some sweet videos. And like, they, I will say live obviously is so rich Yeah, and they just like, had it was like beautifully produced and they had like shot mm -hmm. tracers and like it's like it's obviously they're just throwing an incredible amount of money at this because they just have unlimited yeah. amounts as we know from the way they've been acting but you're right it happens all the time like we watched in full swing Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth I still don't understand the game that was being played but they were just picking cards out of a deck and handing hundred dollar bills back and forth to each other <laughs> they're playing so, flip a card yeah they're playing war for hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars it's like I would like to watch this so yeah you're right like there is definitely something to it and I hope that the idea of like gambling being thought or being more welcome now or however you want to look at it can make it go away because the problem is is like guys have even been hesitant in the past like, you know, guys will get asked questions occasionally about, oh, do you ever have any side bets going on in the practice rounds? And it's always been a, like, polite yes, but don't ask me about that. Can we Which get I, rid of this, like, stigma? It's I like everyone gambles. I do it just not drives for me the nuts. life of me understand it. So, yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you there. I could not bring myself to do it, but – or bring myself to watch it. But, I get it. But, yeah, it's just like, honestly, it's like if it's literally – Listen, I get it. Literally get any it. two other guys. <laughs> if it's like – if Cam Smith and Honorbon Lahiri just would have done yeah. it, I would have been like, electric, we got to lead the show with this. No, and not even I just this it. one, all of them. And I'm, there's like moments where Bryson, I'm, you know, as, a, as the only Bryson defender left on planet Earth. Yeah, I don't even think he's moments, doing it anymore. There's moments where I'm like, eh. Like he'll hit it <laughs> long. He hits it like long a few times. He's like, oh, I'm hitting it forever. I'm hitting it forever. I'm crushed. I'm nuking these. I'm like, oh my God, Bryson, please. Like, just please. Oh, but it, but it, it's really interesting to see in that video. Like they have the track man with them. Yeah. So they're like putting it down beside all their shots and just like the th way they think about a shot and like the precision they talk about a shot. Like there's like a pin where he wants to hit it 137. He's like, oh, I want to fly this 134. I want to fly this, this far. I want to fly. <laughs> it's like, I just want to hit them green. In the middle. How like, many uh, times? How, how many about times the do green? You say this? I'm gonna whack a six iron. I've heard that exact verbiage yes. from you all <laughs> the time. It's funny you say the Phil thing because nothing. Uh, I shouldn't say nothing. Few things in the sport wow me more than these guys' ability to get so inside their shot and inside their swing and it yeah, not break their brain. Like I want to be very clear. Like. I can chip okay, but I'm far from like a short game wizard. But like, you know, mm -hmm. we're all doing it when we're when we're playing with guys like, ah, how do you hold your putter? What are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, like not we're not giving lessons out there, but you know, you're talking shop. And I was playing with a buddy of mine yesterday and he was like, What do you do when you chip it? And I'm like, I cannot have this conversation until I hit this chip. <laughs> like we can have we could we could break it down from here from the second I hit this chip. Until I have a wedge in my hand again, we could talk about it forever. But the idea of standing over a ball like, oh, you want to do this? And then just pulling it off. Like I actually, it wasn't last summer. It was the end of two golf seasons ago. It was like the end of August. Uh, and a buddy of mine asked me that exact question. I was like, oh, well, I do this. I do that. I gack the chip right Skull. after explaining it. <laughs> and then I didn't hit a good chip for the rest of the year. Like it is that blows my mind the way that these guys can get so inside of it. And it actually feels like it like sharpens them as opposed to breaks them the way it does me.
yeah, uh, I watched one Phil Mickelson chipping TikTok, and it saved my like. I'm just a Phil guy now. I don't know how this happened, Gunner, but uh, I am now a Phil guy, and I I, I kind of hate it to be honest with you. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just well, I know about why. It. It's just your it's your joint love of the the community and the Republic of Saudi Arabia. Like that's no, what it is. It's I your like, joint love for the Saudis. When it when it flipped, honestly, when it flipped is when he won the major. Yeah. When he won, when he won at Kiwa Island, is when it really flipped. For I was me. so mad at Kepka for that. How dare oh, he yeah. lay that egg? He he gagged. Yeah, that he was... was so bad. Anyone, he was begging for anyone to come and steal that. I know. I remember, I was at my I was at my sister's cottage, and it's like we're going up as a family for the May two four weekend. And I was literally inside for six hours <laughs> grinding over that final <laughs> round. <laughs> oh, this is fun time spent together. Hey. <laughs> Uh, golf majors. I am who I am. We only got four a year, okay? We only yeah. got four a year. Uh, yeah, the Phil gambling story, just amazing. Everything we want uh, in sports, and please, give me more. I need more X scripts, more anecdotes. Please, please, please. So would you care to address what your sweet boy Rory said about Mr. Mickelson? Oh, yeah, I thought it was, a, like, actually the funniest thing about it, so if anybody didn't hear the clip or the quip, he got asked about, Rory got asked about Phil potentially gambling on the Ryder Cup, and Rory's response was, well, he can gamble all he wants on it this year since he won't be playing in it. The thing that surprised me the most about it, have you just heard it or have you actually seen him say it? I haven't seen so him say it. I just saw the clip. He ju- he's... Normally when a guy is getting ready to give his little like shot, you could see the like wry grin coming across yeah, his it's face. Like, like like Sean Avery and yes, the exact, kind of thing. Exact, yeah. But there was none of that there. It was just like stone cold, like, yeah, he can bet it. Like it's like he is so he just mm. seems like a shell, honestly. Like it just seems like these guys who come back from the war. And it's like he just it was a very odd like the comment wasn't odd, but there was like there was no smile, there was no laughter. It was just like, Ooh. yeah, oh, get out of here. Like it was well, uh it was not not a it didn't didn't look like uh like the Rory we see up there fighting the fight all the time. I'll I'll say that much. It was weird. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I've been preparing this joke all oh, night. Oh, please since I, since, Do I have to set you up or just be No, quiet? no, no, no. Uh, they can they can talk about that joke at the Champions Dinner at the Masters without Rory. Ha 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 ha! Oh, you're freaking hilarious, bud. Yowza! I actually, you know what I want to give you there? I want to take back my response, and I want to give you just the uh, Zach Johnson. Y'all can laugh. That was embarrassing. That's what I want to give you there. No, that's a good joke. That's good. I'll I'll give it to you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Well, you, and uh, yeah, you got, and you got one more year to to make it, uh, and then he'll yeah. win next year. And then I don't, I don't think Phil is exactly the most welcome member at the Champions Center these days. Like, just was he wearing him like in the a closet? He, was wearing, he actually somehow has like a leather green jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's like he sits over in the left corner. Got him in like a leather mask in the corner there. It's like Phil. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Something tells me he's not exactly uh, the the most welcomed uh, dude in there. But yeah, it's God. What I what I would give to be a fly on that wall any year, but specifically in the uh, couple since. Uh, anything else on Phil gambling? You good? Um, I don't gamble on golf enough. Like mm. I, I I play too fr- too friendly a matches. Like all I just play with like my friends, and I yeah, never yeah. like want to like think about it or whatever. But like you know. Gambling on golf is very popular for a reason. Oh, it's because it's so a fun. lot of fun. Like it's really great. I remember I played uh, uh, the last time I did it was legitimately like maybe ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I did it with Keegan Patterson, good friend of ours. 
and Shout we out. were like, we're like, let's play, let's play match, let's play a, you know, match play. Mm-hmm. We'll play twenty five cents a hole or yeah, twenty yeah. cents a hole or something. And he beat me. I didn't win a hole. <laughs> he, I think he shot. I think he shot seventy eight, and I shot like eighty seven. Like I didn't play terribly, yeah, yeah. and like I just didn't get a sniff the whole round. And he won like fifteen bucks off me. I'm like, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm done on that. That was not yeah, fun. Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> that was exactly zero fun. So, uh, yeah, but it, it's a lot of fun. And if you're a very rich guy, like perhaps a Michael Jordan or, um, you know, someone of that ilk, I get why it's an electrifying thing to have some fun and bet a few bucks with your butts. I will say, though, and like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm sure Michael Jordan gambles his fair share on sports. But all the mm-hmm. stories we hear about MJ are more things like he can control to a certain extent. Like yes. it's cards, it's golf. With yeah. Phil, he's just like, I pray I the Tigers can hit game. over on the run line. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. it is nuts. And I love oh it. Oh my God. It's like, oh, the Pirates hit a grand slam in the bottom of the fifth. My first five under is over. <laughs> it's nuts, God. What, what a D-Gen. Uh, uh, other, in other live news... We mm. do have other live news. Bryson. Uh, yeah. I don't care about him winning the tournament. I'll be honest. I still look at that as a like, ah, that's nice for you. But you shoot 58. I don't care where it is. It's impressive. Even if Rory would do it at Lakeview, uh, that would be impressive. Uh, good good on him. Like, like I, you know me. I love to make fun of you for him. I love to roll my mm. eyes at him. But you also, you got to give me this. I know the game of golf is better when we have more types and different types of characters. And he is one Please get him back in my life. I need it. I hate did it, but s- I need it. Did you see the, did you watch the highlight to him? Yeah. Like the video? Yep. His putter was stupid. Yeah. He hit like. Well, I mean, it shouldn't how- be, it shouldn't be allowed, but that's a, that's another story well, in and of I itself. Mean, listen, any putter other than mallet with your two hands should be banned from every <laughs> golfing event anywhere. Like ban the spiders, ban like the spaceships. No, Scotty you, Cameron no, mallet. You, no, you don't mean a mallet. You mean a blade. You and I are both blade guys. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Blade. Scotty Cameron Blade, only allowed type of putter on tour, please. No two-hand crap, none of that. That Brian Harmon, like, printer cartridge that he uses. Oh, my God. Terrible. So, I think, like, I am, I just think it was an incredible performance, obviously, and listen, I think he should probably be in consideration for the Ryder Cup team. I I doubt that, like, I think... Kepka is probably enough live for Zach Johnson and Zach Johnson's a pretty loyal PGA guy. And I think he probably would kind of balk at the idea of bringing him on. He's way down the list. Like I was looking at where his, like where he ranks in the points for, yeah. for Ryder cup. And he, like, I was surprised to see him how far he is, but like gone to my head gunner. If it's like, do I need Bryson DeChambeau or Brian Hardman to win me a match at the Ryder cup? I'm like, Oh boy. Like, Oh, <laughs> Like, I like listen. I know Brian Harmon's been playing well, but like I might take Bryson. Like uh, I, he tells me like he might be a bit tougher matchup than like being like I'm Mister Consistent right down the middle, as opposed to like this hulking guy that hits at 400 yards and can putt and can get hot as anyone. So, uh, listen, I don't think he'll go. I think he should be in consideration. But yeah, like I'm just I'm very impressed with a 58 anywhere 58 is absolutely stupid it's not even a real number but the so i'm with you on Harmon. the problem is is him and wyndham clark are they're both going to yeah, be like, auto qualifiers because of the points Wyndham clark too I, it's right. like they're both going to be like 
Maybe. I know. They're both auto in because of the points. So the the question that Zach Johnson and Stuart Sink and his his band of merry men have to figure out is like you <laughs> his band of milk uh, milk bags. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, the milk bag is strong in the US team room. Uh, oh, yeah. but you tell me, like which of these guys are you taking over Bryson? Because I think the answer is definitely yes for some, but not all. Okay. Bryson or Max Homa? Max Homa. No question. Bryson or Cameron Young? Cam Young. Jordan Spieth. Yeah, it's close. Cam Young's not having a not no, having he the hasn't. best year. He hasn't. Jordan no, Spieth. I, you, I, I, okay, I, I rescind. I would take Bryson over Cam Young. Okay, I, I would really like to like dive into that. I could be talked in one way or another. Jordan Spieth, you take Jordan Spieth. No question, yep. Jordan Spieth. He's just he's too good in that kind of situation. Okay, this this feels like an obvious no, but I am going to make the case for yes. Keegan Bradley. Okay. Uh, I agree with you okay. that it feels like an obvious no. I would take Bryson over Keegan Bradley, but there's definitely an argument to be made for Keegan Bradley, who's won. Has he won twice on yeah. the best tour in the world this year? Yeah, and has been like in, in been in contention for a couple majors. Like he's a great player, but I would still take Bryson just because Bryson has that totally like, bravado. Yep, like he's just got that bravado, and it's like that. He's like that alpha where you know he can hit it a mile. He yep. can putt with the best of them. Like he's got the defining skill that you want in match play. Morikawa, 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 Sam Burns, Bryson, Bryson. I, and I was a big Burns guy, but Burns, Burns was one of those guys who like shot onto the scene and now he's just kind of settled into like, this is what he is. He's a fine player, but I'm with you. It's like the, especially on a team like the States where you can afford to have like a bit of a wild card. Uh, Now the other part of this, and this is like always the interesting aspect of it is would they feel like. And I think the answer to this is yes as well, but would they feel comfortable bringing Bryson if they have to sit him for a bunch of sessions? Like that's the other part of it is like if Sam Burns is on that team and you tell him to go sit in the truck until Sunday singles, he thanks you for the opportunity. I think Bryson probably mellowed out a little in terms of like, I have to be this. I have to be that. I think him being lost in the wilderness probably made him want to be part of this more than anything else. But I think that's the other part that you do have to kind of look at because I'm with you. You can put him on the team, but I think that's the part of it that you got to think about. Um, Quickly before we go to break, just wanted to mention the FedEx St. Jude championship lift clean in place. Um, oh, I want to finish what you have to say, but I have something to say about that specifically. So, well, go ahead. this is probably a pretty hot take for all Ooh. my golf peers all out there. But like, if you're in the fairway, you should be able to do that all the time. Mm. No hitting at a divots like, as well. No, yeah. Like, if you pump one right down the middle and it ends up in a little brown spot, and it's and these guys are so precise, and there's a little bit of dirt on the ball, like, put a tee in the ground, rub it off, and go like i i've never understood this like you must hit a dirty ball you must hit out of a divot buddy i hit one 360 straight down the you know what and mm-hmm. i can't i can't i can't rub and clean it like i know golf purists will be like oh it's against but like i i just let them clean the ball I'm with put you, a pee in the ground and rub it off i'm with you half the way i think the divot thing especially now when like you, you'll see finishes on a sunday and it's just a maze of divots like, I think a guy should be able to have a good lie if he hits it in the fairway, if he hits it in the spot that he's supposed to because every other guy is hitting it there, you should have mm. a good lie. I don't think clean in place from the fairway should be a thing. Like, if there's some mud on the ball, it's a, you're playing a sport outside. There's some mud on the ball. The, yeah. the one shout-out I wanted to give, though, was I don't know if you saw this. There was a literal lake on the fairway I did. yesterday. I did see that. It was incredible. Just, just shout-out to the super. 
Shout out to the greenskeepers. Everybody out there, Lord knows they didn't get a wink of sleep. They had generators Mm-mm. going all night. Lord knows what they were doing. There is nothing we respect more. Well, I won't say nothing, but very few things in the world we respect more than a well-maintained golf course. And the fact that they were able to get that thing, forget remotely mm. playable, but it like you would have never known that there was a literal lake on the fairway. Just kudos to everybody at TPC Southwind. Absolutely. And we have a tourney brewing up for the mm-hmm. weekend. Love seeing Tom Kim near the top of the leaderboard. Jordan Spieth always, not my favorite, but always adds a little bit of spice to it. Colin Morikawa within the top five. And gotta say, shout out to the Canadian boys. Mm-hmm. All of them with great rounds yesterday. Adam Svensson was leading at one point, shoots a 66, four under. Corey Connors, three under 67. I think Mac Hughes was a three. Yep, Mac yep. Hughes was three under as well. And so was Hadwin. So all the fellas went out there yesterday and played some great golf. Uh, really happy to see that. Go make some dollars, boys. Go get rich. Uh, Nice to see. So I'm really looking forward to a weekend of golf. Sunday, going to rot. Just watch. I got some plans for, you know, Saturday, but rotting Sunday, bud, and watching. That's awesome. Uh, Mac Hughes, I don't know if you remember, but like he almost like died, not actually, but uh, crippling pain because of a kidney stone mid-flight. So I'm just happy he uh, bounced back from that yes. and uh, and doing well. Want to sneak in some texts as well. Uh, our buddy Jimmy from Cottinger, uh, he's playing Lookout Point today. Uh, oh, buddy. Yeah. Buddy, that's an amazing course. Okay, that's I'm, an I'm not familiar. Course. My, uh, my great uncle, uh, shout out Don, the one that always is like, why don't you oh, yeah, turn the ball Don, over yeah. the other way? Why don't like, you? Because yeah. I literally can't do you it. You should. I have been working on that shot with a five wood though. Okay. And I can, I've started to turn it over the other way, which is nice. But anyways, <laughs> I, that's neither here nor there. Um, lookout point is incredible. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe you got an invite. I don't know if you're a member, so you know this or not, but if you haven't played there today, Take it in. It's an incredible course. I think it's 76 or 77 mm, in the nice. country, according to, to score golf, an incredible piece of land. Uh, it's the first hole. There is like a really, really high elevated tee, like mm. absurdly high. Yeah. <laughs> and it just starts you off. Like you hit one. You're like, Oh my God, that's way right. And then it just kind of like, it's hard to miss the fairway on the first hole there. Cause it's just so high. It's a beautiful, even course. if you go way right, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Then uh, I want to sneak in a couple others as well. Keep the text coming. Five ninety five ninety. We love finding out where you're teeing it, playing Deerhurst on Sunday, hoping it's not mm. cart path only boy. Isn't that a hope we all have uh, Simon from Toronto. And then this one's getting read just because of the name. Parley Poppy texting in teeing <laughs> off today at the four seasons in pick or teeing off tomorrow. The four seasons in Pickering uh, going to be a wet one. Hope it doesn't wash off all the bug spray because the mosquitoes will be out. Uh, good luck. But that sounds like somebody who is prepared. Keep the text coming in 590, 590. Please include your name and location. I also saw something. This is a little tease for you, Mickey. I did not prepare Ooh. you for this. I saw a couple of interesting features that golf courses have elsewhere in the world that I saw on Instagram Ooh. and I want to throw oh, at you which one this. you would prefer. So we'll do that when we continue dive a little bit more into uh, Ryder cup talk FedEx cup. And again, we want to know where you're teeing at five ninety five ninety. please include your name and location. Wow. Keep on listening. It's the golf show on sports net five, nine, the fan. In-depth Blue Jays coverage with an analytical twist. Jays Talk Plus with Blake Murphy. Be sure to subscribe and download Jays Talk on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Golf show here, Brent Gunning and Sam McKee. We talked a lot of Bryson and Phil in the first part of the show. There was one other thing from Bryson I actually wanted to get to that I forgot to throw at you. 
Did you hear his comment about telling everybody to get up in the tee boxes and go play some forward tees? Did you hear that, Sam McKee? I did, and I love it. I do too. I I have to tell you that I have been struggling. I uh, Confidence is waning at the moment. So I'm going to go play Tam O'Shanter on Saturday to try to get the confidence back. I haven't been playing very good golf, Gunner. Uh, it's not been good. So got to get some confidence back, and I think I'm not going to play the forward tees at Tam <laughs> because then it's literally like a pitch and putt. Yeah. But listen, we've said this forever on this show. Mm-hmm. Play where you feel comfortable. Don't let like old, you know, what you think you're supposed to play dictate. Play wherever the hell you feel comfortable from. Have fun. Like it's, you know, that you're paying a lot of money to play golf. You're not going out there to pay to be like, I'm a big tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just go play from whatever you want to play from. So uh, I loved what Bryson said. I think it's really, really interesting. Yeah, uh, I've long been banging this drum. I was joking with you and, uh, you know, our other buddy that we play a fair bit with, Primer, there that, like, yeah. forever, I just took my medicine playing from the blue tees with you guys yeah. and shoot my 125 or whatever, and what am I doing? And just guess what? Up. Guess what? Uh, went up to the tees, and guess what? Scores improved not just because of that, but you get used to it. Like, Bryson is right in that aspect that you need to get used to the idea of going low, like, you know, like I'm not going to pretend to know the whole history of it, but forever people were trying to run a four minute mile. And then our man, Roger Bannister did it. And after that, it was just like, everybody was doing it. It's like, Oh, the, the hurdle had been cleared. And it's like, you know, me, I'm trying to get in there, get my sub 90 round in. It's like, I need to cross that hurdle. So I love that Bryson said it. And honestly, it's like, there's no better person to say it because that is like his army that he needs to talk yeah. to of the 100%. guys that need to move up T boxes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll make, I was going to make a cross political joke here, but uh, uh, let's hmm. no, neither here. Nor Can there. you text it um, to me? Cause I kind of want that. I, will. I gotta be honest. I will. Um, <laughs> I have three shout outs. I have to get okay. before quickly. Uh, I got a tweet. Uh, what day was that on August 9th? So that would have been on two days Wednesday ago yep. from Tom Acorn. Okay. Uh, Hot which name. is a hell of a name. <laughs> Uh, he said he just dunked one for 25K Ooh. on a sponsored hole at Deer Creek. That's awesome. So making a hole in one is an electrifying feeling. 25,000 for that hole in one is an incredible moment. And I'm hoping that you spent at least two to three grand of that <laughs> at the restaurant buying don't, rounds for everyone. Don't do what that guy you played behind did yes. and just go sit in your car and text yes. some people. Uh, I also want to give an ace shout out. It just trickled across my feed. Yep. Uh, friend of the show. Well, not this show, but shows that we've done over the years. All time beauty missing curfew podcast. Shane yep. O'Brien. He's overseas and he's been doing a big golf trip for his 40th birthday. Just made an ace today. That is awesome. Awesome. So, you know, there's one way to make a golf trip memorable. There's lots of fun ways you can have a blast, but making an ace on your 40th golf trip overseas is an absolutely incredible moment so congrats shane and uh, i'm sure you'll hear this boy those guys are gonna get after it tonight oh, oh you think oh i don't god. think they'll hear anything <laughs> oh, arguably ever again oh my god and my final shout out is to our beloved golf canada gunner yes uh, i don't even know what this is regarding but cosign always i don't i don't know if you've been on the golf canada app within the last couple of days i was on it uh, two days ago when i played but they just did some beautiful upgrades to the app and it is you can now upload media so you can upload pictures from golf courses you can add a little profile picture it's way slicker to go through it looks way better it was already a beautiful app but like if you don't if you're a canadian golfer and you don't have golf canada app change it 
get on there, pay your money. Yeah. It's an incredible app. It's just, you know, I can follow all my friends on here now. I can see how bad they've been playing. I can text and chirp them. Like it, it flashes up your numbers here. It's an incredible app, an incredible program. So make sure you go out and get Golf Canada. It's good for the year. I think it's just like just over 60 bucks for the year yeah. for a membership. Keeps your handicap, insurance on clubs. You know, if you hit a car, there's some insurance involved, which, you know, some of our listeners may do. So make sure you go out and get the Golf Canada app because it's absolutely incredible. I can't so I tell you. Make sure I got that in there. I can't tell you how many times uh, far too often I've seen my ball careening over a bound onto a road and going, well, at least there's the insurance there. Because <laughs> you're <laughs> just God for, for the Golf sound, Canada. right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So love, love that there. Love that there. Uh, all right. God, we got a lot of text. You want to do text or do you want me to throw my topic that I have for you at you? It's a great topic, but I feel bad letting oh, you down have all the doc. Our... Do you have the doc? You know no, the I topic? Don't. Oh, no, okay. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, so we'll just do it here because I think it's okay. uh, it's good. And we'll sneak in some text yeah, before we go. for sure. So I've seen, you know, a lot of golf courses. They have like a cool feature about them or whatever. There's two that I have seen that I think mm. all courses could implement either or. But I'm asking you which you would prefer. One, I've sent you this before, so I know you've seen it. The idea of a course that starts with a hole zero. It is a 19-hole golf course that begins Mm. with a hole zero that doesn't count. It's a warm-up hole. You don't got to go to the range. You can get your time there. Don't like it. Do not like. Don't like it. Out. Okay. Out. Out immediately. Okay. First of all, golf takes too long. Okay. 18 holes is too long. (laughs) Like, you know... If I'm not playing well by hole 14, I'm like, can we get the hell out of here? Like, it's like golf is too long as it is. Um, so having a practice hole, I don't like it at all. It's just, it's, it's already too long. And okay. what if you birdie that one? Can you count it? Like, mm. I, I'm not, I'm not into it. Okay. I'm not into it. All right. Out. The other one is instead of a hole zero, a 19th hole, but not the one you're thinking of. It is a par three 19th hole. And I forgot mm. where this course was, but every group goes through and plays it, and whoever in the group is closest to the pin gets a free pint on the club. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Because that's at the end. It's a quick little shot. Yeah, it's one wedge, right? Yeah, you don't even have to You don't even have to putt it out. Like when we played at uh, Lacombe yep, in Alberta, they have, their, they, have their, they have like a 19th hole, yeah. and while you're waiting on the 14th hole, you can hit a couple wedges and kind of screw around there. We played it right-handed the one day we played it. Like we had a lot of fun. So, you know, I, I like that one, but the first hole being like a practice hole to Mm. me, that completely like, that's what the range is for pal. Okay. It's a, that's what the, that's what the chipping area is for. Uh, That's, you know, practice on the range. Okay. Uh, So there, uh, and that reminded me. So my buddy, he was telling, cause I was telling, I was asking him about this when I was playing with my uh, buddy, shout out Daniel earlier this week. And he tells me the range he goes to if you go on Wednesdays, they give you like your bucket, but then they also give you a red ball. And I don't really understand how they keep track of these things, but whoever is closest to the pin at the end of the day gets a free lesson with the pro, which seems kind of counterintuitive. I feel like the guy closest to the pin maybe needs that the least. Yeah, I was going to say, anyways. guy furthest from the pin gets yeah. the... Gets the <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was uh, thought, thought that was awesome. And uh, the idea of the par three, it ended. I know they have that at like that Payne's Valley course that Tiger oh, yeah. built. That's and the mean. whole idea of it is if your match is tied, that's to settle up matches. So it all back to where we started, gambling and golf. There we go. All right. Time for some texts because boy, people are playing golf this weekend. It's a golf weekend. Uh, I'll start with Mike and Hamilton playing Cope Town Woods today. Uh, one of our all-time favorites. Oh. 
if I, I lived, I gotta in, say, if I, I lived in Hamilton, it. I drove yeah? by it the other day, and I was like, and I had a good time where I did go, Brant Valley, yeah. North North uh, yeah. Golf North place. But I was like, my whole time to my butt, I'm like, ah, oh, we should have been to Cope Town. So uh, good. Uh, if I lived in Hamilton, I would play Cope Town once a week. I love it there. It's an incredible course. Shout out Barry. It's one of the best in the area. We got to get back. Uh, boys, playing Oslerbrook today for my brother's bachelor party. Roy en route to Collingwood. Wow. Oslerbrook, beautiful course. Hilly, sort of in the Blue Mountains area. Wonderful track. Played it. Maybe Mix in a water. Six or seven. Don't. No, no don't. <laughs> Just put on some sunscreen, chug a bottle of water before you get out there, and then get on the beers. Have a great Not time. Not into that health stuff, eh? No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Perry Sound Golf and Country Club having their annual Driftwood two-man better ball tournament, Shame from Huntsville. Okay, enjoy yourself. Love that. Uh, Matt from Niagara playing a wooden sticks weekend with my groomsmen. Beyond excited. Another another water mix-in event, maybe? Yeah, uh, maybe. That one a little, I don't know. It's a little less so. Like, if it's just, it's, I don't know, like wooden sticks, it's a little like hoity-toity. Like, I don't know how after it they're getting up there. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- after it they're going to go have some Chardonnay yeah. and some and some Pinot <laughs> de Wars. Some, yeah. yeah, it took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, early afternoon tea time at Bondhead. Sneaky great value. Mark from Holland Landing. Um, one of the courses at Bondhead is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the other one, so I'll keep. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm just powering through. Yeah, go these. go for it. Matt from Cambridge playing Interkip. We talked about that one before. Playing Interkip today with Jet Greaves' dad. With <laughs> the with, with the with UFT the, goalie, yeah, yeah, the emergency backup's dad. Okay, this didn't is, expect to get that one this morning. This is so niche. Now I'm just remembering this is that when everything that happened with David Ayers, I remember there being some story about like Bennington's dad, and it was like he's got to get the he's got to get the player discount so he can play Muskoka Bay. They got sick <laughs> rates up there. Like that's just the story that pops into my mind. Uh, I was talking to some guys about Interkip yesterday. It's uh. It's percolating. There's a lot of interkip really? conversation. Yeah, interkip buzz. There, there was, there was uh, the the exact thing I was told about it by the two gentlemen who, uh, who like you know we were sitting out there uh, having a having a cold beverage on the 19th Ooh. hole, and you know it's like you're just out there. There's another two group of beauties you end up chatting mm-hmm. with them, and they were uh, they they were speaking very very highly of it, but doing the fingers rub together. Okay, a little pricey, well, but yeah, like hey, guess, guess what? what? Got to treat yourself. It's a nice golf course. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beautiful scenic city and own sound ready for the lake on 14. Uh, if I could go to that course and dig the amount of balls I put into the, the lake on 14, uh, good <laughs> luck. Wonderful course up in own sound, very low maintenance type of po- spot. Go out there, have some beers, have some fun. No pressure. You can wear your cutoff jean shorts Love and it. no tarp. If you want, they're not going to care. It's one of my faves played the member guest yesterday at Muskoka Bay and Graven. Green's at step meter at 13.5. Immaculate conditions. Uh, you're breathing on your ball. Looking there. Like That's West, rolling. Looking like Weston out there with Green's oh, like yeah. that, honestly. Uh, what else do I got here? Playing hometown Shelburne on Sunday. Uh, trying to get Ailish to come play. Good luck with that, pal. Uh, yeah, I, Brad from... Uh, we both uh, offered, suggested to play golf with yeah. her, and that's yet to happen. So just saying. Yeah, I don't just think saying. that's going to happen. She's think. too busy. She's I, too busy well, eating ice cream and playing. In I got. A, I got a better shot than you. I think she's like scared yeah. to play golf with you for some reason. Yeah, you know, you're like, like, yeah. What am I like a scratch golfer? Yeah. Like what the hell? Anyways, uh, what do I got here? Bradford picking playing Coppinwood Club C this weekend. Whoa! Speaking of fast greens, that course is incredible. 
it is so hard. It is a really yeah, hard you've got course. out there to play it. Yeah, it's hard, hard, hard. So really enjoy yourself. Uh, Coppinwood Club C. Brad from Pickering. Hey, man, <laughs> couple guys that love playing golf. If you want to have us out anytime, text the show, 590-590. Would not uh, say no. And an update from Matt in Niagara, who got the wooden sticks weekend with his groomman. After our last <laughs> golf trip, my groomsman, my best man, ended up pantsless under a bench. Wooden <laughs> sticks may not be for us. So yeah, You should have gone to Cedic City and Owen Sound. They're be, definitely way more Be forewarned, that. Uxbridge. Uh, be <laughs> on the lookout for Matt and his boys from Niagara. <laughs> Coming in hot. Uh, Sammy, this was tons of fun, bud. Pleasure. You had the week off. I got next week off, but I'll be back oh, with you on yourself. Friday for golf show. Oh, you're going to, I'm going to be insufferable by the time I'm back on the air. A week of me not talking. Oh God, I'm never going to stop. Uh, so I'm going to stop right now. This was tons of fun. Love y'all in the text line. Love our boy, Andrew, behind the glass. from the golf show at Sportsnet. You guys have a great date and the hit it straight, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>